Hello and welcome. Today we're going to be talking about tools that every marketer needs. And always with the Casnology Digital Marketing Podcast, we have an industry expert who's absolutely the font of knowledge when it comes to tools that every marketer needs. So we're going to be talking about different tools, different parts of software, basically things that are going to make our jobs a lot easier. So without further ado, let's introduce today's guest. Strategy, market research, email, marketing plan, display ads, PPC, content, content, social media, social ads, SEO. Welcome to the Casalogy Digital Marketing Podcast. Okay, hello and welcome to Ian Anderson Gray. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Ian. Hi, Kaz. It's great to it's great to see you again. It's been a while. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely been a while. I mean, just to give you your official title, you are the founder of the Confident Live Academy, and and the, I've got to say, the owner of the funkiest domain name I've ever seen. I just <laughs> love it because everyone knows who you are. Because it, like for those who don't know, Ian's uh, domain name or website is iag.me. And obviously that's his initials and me. And I just think it's so clever. And every time I see it, I just think, yeah, that's Ian. And it's such a, and you've had it for ages. It's not a new brand thing. You've been known that for as long as I've known you. And I think I officially met you at, um, there was a, the big social media event in Manchester about, was it four or five years ago? Well, I, I think, think it's long. I think it's longer than that. I well, think it was in it was in 2016. I mean, it shows you how time flies. Well, well, yeah, it was a number of years ago, and I think huge event at Lancashire Cricket Club. I think it was like cabaret tables. There must have been hundreds of tables. It was a paid event, and it was it was really good. I, I remember seeing you on stage, and I was like just going along as a guest. So I was like, oh yeah, this guy seems really good. Seems to know what he's talking about. And then the, then you mentioned you're from Manchester, and I'm like, oh. I mean, it was just a bit of a coincidence. Uh, and I was like, yeah. And then he said, oh, yeah, it's from Altrincham. And I was, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's around the corner for me. And I was like, yeah, that's a thing. But I mean, do you recall the event? Oh, yeah, very much so. It was like my second or third speaking engagement. And so, like, I think I'd, I started speaking in 2015. So, and uh, it was it was an amazing conference because it was, it was really big. It was local, obviously, for me uh, and for you. And there were these quite big names coming over yeah. from the US and Canada. And I got to, I got to meet them like Mary Smith, uh, yeah. Melanie Dodaro, people like that. And actually since then, the, the contacts, the, um, or the friendships, I should say that I made have um, lasted ever since I'm still, uh, you know, the opportunities that have, uh, uh, that arose really from that event as well. Um, so it just shows you going to events, going to conferences, um, can change your life. And I, I would definitely say that about the, the big social media conference. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with you. I think the people I met there, I'm still in touch with now. There was, yeah. there was something about it. And I, I mean, I, I know you, I mean, because I know you're quite, I mean, for you, it was a local event, but I know you go to San Diego, you're here, there, and obviously <laughs> I, I catch your live videos and your posts every now and again. But I mean, like for us, we got quite lucky because it was a huge event mm. and it was on our doorstep. So, I mean, for us, it was, it was brilliant. But like you say, I'm a huge fan of Mary Smith and all the other people. I think those other people from Manchester as well. I think there was like Ian Brody, Sam Flynn, yes. those other people from our local area. And it was like, but it was just a really good event. And I think at that event, I thought this guy knows what he's talking about because you, you, <laughs> you, you, you seem to, I suppose like any good market, you specialize at what you, what you're interested in. And what frustrates me is that sometimes you get markets to say, yeah, I'm, I'm a specialist in digital marketing. I'm a specialist in marketing. And I'm like, 
wow, I've been doing it for 20 years and I can't be a specialist in all of it because it's such yeah. a huge area. I mean, even what we're going to be talking about today in terms of software and tools, some people are specialist in these single software and tools. And you'll see the YouTube videos that are on about a specific. And I think, yeah, I think you've done right. You just need to be known for a certain thing. And like you're the go-to person for me, see, when it comes to stuff like that. If, it, if I've got a question about tools, software, anything I need to use about marketing, I know I'm going to find it on your website. I'll catch it on your Facebook Live. There'll be something on YouTube. I mean, even this platform we're using today, uh, Restream, I got the information from one of your videos. I was like, in between, what shall I get it or not? I went and saw it on yours and you were talking about it. And I asked a couple of questions on the live chat and you answered it. And I suppose the rest is history. But I'm sure you probably know. But when you're going through the Restream demo video, a thumbnail of yourself, Oh, really? And, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I know him. So you, you, obviously your examples must have been that good that restreaming themselves are using it. It's, it's kind of funny, like, uh, you know, talking about the experience uh, thing, that things change in marketing so regularly. And there was a tweet somebody was posted recently, which, which was uh, they were looking for a Web3 point oh marketer yeah. and it said experience is necessary to uh, two weeks experience you know normally it says two years i think they were yeah. kind of joking but like it changes so often like two weeks so that that's you know <laughs> that's probably enough yeah no and no, i mean it, it reminds me of some of those job applicants see because when i do the training and people talk about getting into marketing and they say well these entry-level jobs are asking for so many years experience and so many of this and i just said to them listen i just think they've taken the job description copy and paste it and yeah. just put it somewhere and i'll just kind of borrow and think it but you just need to make sure that your first bullet points or your cv kind of talk about aspects of the job that they'll be interested in because there'll be parts of the job you'll never ever do. It's about, it's like when you go to work or when you've worked in the past, you read your own job description and think, God, I never knew how to do that. <laughs> I suppose we could spend a few more minutes chatting, but I'm conscious that uh, the listeners will be really keen to get involved in finding out what's more, uh, finding out more about what we're going to be talking about today. So in terms of today, we're going to be talking about obviously focusing on tools and software that marketers can use to, not to quite get ahead, but maybe save themselves time, because I find that time is probably one of the biggest commodities we have. In terms of one of the first uh, talking points I'd be interested to talk to you about would be, we all know from stats, statistics, and everything we've read, the best way to get someone's attention is through video. I mean, the, the statistics tell you how the eyes pick up video before anything else, and all the information there to, uh, that gives us that. I mean, I mean, then I suppose by there's no co coincidence the growth of TikTok and things that people see related to video content, whether it be stories, reels, shorts, or whatever they want to call it now, video is the way to go. I suppose asking the question I probably want to ask at this stage is um, how can we use live video content? So obviously, there's video content, we're all interested in that, but how can we use, well, how can we leverage live video content, I suppose? Mm. Well, live, live. I know for for many is kind of quite a scary thing. It sounds scary because mm. uh, you know you press that go live button and then you can't edit it because it's live. And so if you stumble over your words, uh, you've just got to live with that. But you see, that's the beauty. That's one of the beauty uh, beauties of live video that you are being real. People are actually more and more mm. people are put off with the slick marketing videos that people put out. Uh, you know, you, you see them, you go to like a product page and there's this kind of cheesy elevator music in the background and there's this kind of very good looking person or, or maybe it's, um, you know, some animations and there's this kind of voiceover artist who speaks mm. like this. 
and people are getting more and more put off with by that people want to kind of get to know the real human being behind the brand whether it's a personal brand or whether you know you're a corporate uh um it's important to put the human side of uh the company and live video is great and actually embracing your flaws if you stumble over your words if you don't like the sound of your voice if you have these kind of weird mannerisms like we all do let's face it we yeah. all have weird mannerisms like embrace that you know embrace those bits because your perfect audience will actually love those things if if there are people out there that don't well they're not probably not going to be your perfect client so don't worry about them so that's the first thing uh people want what's important in marketing is the whole no like and trust thing and trust being able to trust the the person behind the brand is so so important uh and also it gives more accessibility people can then ask you questions and and, and you know that's what you did Kaz on on the the show I did uh talking about restream you you were asking questions and I was mm. able to answer you and that's really valuable yeah. um, people really want that so those are two really really important things but from my point of view as the as the business owner um and maybe this is more of a selfish reason this but such an important reason is that this is an amazing way to create content quickly and easily. Mm. I spent weeks and weeks and weeks writing my blog posts uh, and they were very, very valuable, but it took a long time. And I, I'm going to let you into a secret, Kaz. I'm okay. a recovering perfectionist. I don't know whether you are, but <laughs> I struggle with perfectionism and procrastination, all these things. But with live video, what you can do, you can schedule your live show, like say 2 p.m. next Tuesday, so your audience know that you're going to go live. So you have to go live. There's, there's no yeah. getting out of it. You obviously do your planning, but then you go live and maybe it's like an hour of your time and then it's done. You, you've created this piece of content, which will become evergreen. If you're using a tool like Restream or, or similar tools, you can then broadcast that to YouTube, to Facebook, to LinkedIn. Uh, and then from that, and this is the bit that I get really excited about, you can turn your live videos into a content repurposing engine. You can turn that into a blog post, into uh, a podcast, into social media images, into little video snippets. And that is like the most amazing thing for me because it just means that I can plan and then I can spend that time doing a live video and I can create all this content. So, so many things that I could say about live video. Now, just one final thing. If live is really, really scary for you, then you could miss out the live bit and just schedule it and then record it within your live video tool, not actually go live, which is kind of like what you're doing, Kaz. Yeah. But um, so, so, so you've got that option. The, the thing that I love about live, though, is that interaction with my audience and also it's that extra kick up the backside because I know I have to do it. And yeah. I, I'm because I'm a recovering perfectionist, I don't have to worry about editing because I can't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that, that's that's why I love live video and why I think it is such a powerful medium. Yeah, I think one of the most well, one of the important things you mentioned there was that you just have to do it. I mean, I, I mean, I suppose I work well with perfectionists because I have kind of a just do it attitude. I think yeah. just get it done. So when I work with a perfectionist, they kind of say to me, Kaz, you've missed this out, where I'll say to them, okay, that's great, but we just need to get this done now. So we, I suppose it, we bounce well off each other. But in terms of what you've just mentioned, that was quite interesting because you think to yourself, oh, I've done one live video, but 
you've just rightly said that from the live video, you could upload as a podcast. You don't have to really, well, you can't edit because it's already gone out and um, you can use snippets. I mean, you can repurpose the content many times over. And I mean, blog posts is a really good idea as well because some people just, prefer to read and if you're if you're in a certain environment you, you obviously we're all we, we're all creatures of habit sometimes we want to read something we want to watch something and, and maybe if it's last thing at night you really can't have something really loud on your phone so you might want to just uh, read through it so yeah repurposing content i suppose is, is well i suppose yeah. it's a it's a quick win really isn't it rather than having to do things over and over again it's really important because like you quite rightly said like we're going to be in different situations where like we're not going to be able to watch a live video if you're driving it's not a good idea to watch a live video <laughs> or if you're doing the washing up it's a bit yeah. tricky so like i i actually don't watch a lot of live videos i do i do like it because i do like to kind of engage with with people but um i and actually a lot of my audience do this too they'll sometimes watch the live video but sometimes they're not in the position to do that so they'll listen to the podcast or sometimes they'll listen to the podcast and then they think oh that was a really good episode i'd really like to watch the show so they'll go and watch the the video on youtube afterwards yeah. uh, some people and, and i'm the same uh, I, I just would rather read uh you know i found it this morning I, i'm wanting to find some information about something and I saw there was a podcast episode about it, and I thought oh, I don't really want to watch, uh, listen to a podcast. I just want to, I just want to read a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think having all of those uh, different um, mediums from your content, I think it's really important because you, you're going to have a di different audiences, and those people are going to be in different situations at different times. So creating that content for all of them uh, from your main uh, live show, I think, is really important. Okay then. So I mean, I mean, let, let's just say we've got over the idea of worried about going live and we've justified it to ourselves and based on what you've just said there one live video can create almost not endless amounts of content but it can keep you going for a while um if we want to get to the stage where we think right i'm going to do it now how do we get started with this or what do we need to do before we start because like with anything in life you need to plan don't you so i mean yeah what do you yeah, yeah it's, so... it's the it's the most important bit i mean so i, I have uh, my five p's formula for oh. live video and uh, the first p is planning so you, that's what you need to do you need to kind of uh, i i recommend putting together a planning document and this was a game changer for me because i, I don't know i might give the impression that i'm super organized but i'm not <laughs> well i i am now but because i've put all of this into into place uh, and so uh, the planning document basically is like what is the show about what are your main goals i think you have to have like what is the aim of of this uh and what's the show going to be about who is your audience um put all of that in place where are you going to be broadcasting to so put it sort all of those things out and then come up with three themes uh so for, for example for my show my, my show is called the confident live marketing show it's about live video but mm. Uh, there are three themes that underpin that. There's the uh, confidence in front of the camera is theme number one. Uh, confidence with the tech and gear is number two. And confidence with the content and marketing is number three. And that means that I can then come up with content ideas for each episode really easily. So do that planning. Uh, the, the second thing is to practice. So um, you, you just, just, I would say, go, go live to Facebook. Set, create a private group that no one else is a member of, a secret mm -hmm. group. And go live to that just play around make all your 
you're stumble stumbling over your words and all your mistakes mm. there um because you will make mistakes oh Absolutely. my goodness like <laughs> we all do that uh and and just practice with it and then then the next thing is is the tech and gear and people get a little bit um either obsessed or they use the is a big barrier here but and my my advice here is keep it simple to begin with i've got a, a huge amount of gear here but i've i've done that over time i've built my studio up over time so the the main thing that there are two or three things that you need the most important thing is your internet speed particularly your upload speed so i recommend go to speedtest.net you can download the app i do mm -hmm. this before i go live make sure your upload speed ideally is four megabits per second upload um ideally uh, ideally 10 plus just so that you don't have any problems yeah. uh, you can cope if it's less but i'm just trying to save you some yeah. problems the second most important thing is your microphone so a lot of people think it's your camera mm. but if people can't hear you they're going to switch off so a really um you could use a microphone that's plugged into your computer but ideally just just get a uh you know dynamic microphone and then the third thing, of course, is a camera. So um, that, you know, it, if you want to look good, then a good camera is important. Um, so yeah, get get the tech and gear. And uh, and then, of course, we, we can talk about tools. I know we're going to talk about tools today, yeah. but there are lots of uh, various tools that you can use for live video. So you need to find a tool that's going to uh, allow you to broadcast to your the, the place that you want to broadcast to. So it could be Facebook, it could be YouTube, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, it could be a combination of those. Instagram is a different beast, of course, because uh, you can only broadcast live through the mobile app. But um, mm. yeah, that, that's where I'd start. Okay. So I mean, you're midway through this. You, you said you've got the five Ps. You said planning, practice. Oh, yeah. What would you what would you say the other three? Well, so actually the practice bit is is not one of the five Ps. That that's something oh, that you would do. So yeah, um so planning, uh and then it's uh so what so once you've done all of that, and I suppose the practice is part of that planning stage. So okay. that, that's the first P. Now it's time to to go live and, and you so you've got you've got it you've got your first episode um planned. So yeah. what do we need to do? Well, the first thing, that the, the second P is pre-promotion. You need to let the world uh -huh. know that you're going to go live. So I, I recommend that you schedule your live shows. You can do this on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Um, that basically means that uh, a post will be created on those platforms. And then let people know, use your email uh, newsletter if you have one. Uh, let people know on social media. Um and get some friends along for the first episode. So have a bit of a party. So that's the pre-promotion. The third P is th the day has come for you to go live. And it this is time for you to produce the show. So this is production. It's the third P. Okay. And there's loads of things we can talk about there. That's where you're using the live tool. Uh, and there's, there's a plan that you put in place. So we can come back to that one. Then you press the end broadcast button and that's it. And it's time to go to bed and have a nice life. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm joking because that's what a lot of people think. But if you end it there, you're missing out on all this other opportunity. Remember your, your live video is, will become a piece of evergreen content on YouTube, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. People will watch the replay. And actually in most of my live shows, I get many, many more people watching the replay than watching live. 
And if yeah, you think about it, that's that's common because like not everyone can like ju- uh, drop everything and, and start watching you live. So they watch in their own time. So let people know that they can watch the replay. Again, go to on social media, send your email uh, newsletter, say, hey, um, I've did a, an episode last week on the best tools for, for uh, social media marketers. Uh, click here to, to view it. Okay, and then the final P is, and I'm kind of cheating here, but there is a P in there somewhere, repurposing. You hear the P? Repurposing. Yeah, and absolutely. So, <laughs> and so this is all about um, turning your live show into blog posts, into podcasts, into all these things that we talked about earlier on. Uh, and so those are the five Ps. Okay, so just a quick summary there. So it's planning, uh, pre-promotion, production, um, and what's comes after post, that? Post-promotion and then repurposing. Post-promotion, right? Okay, yeah. And I think we could, uh, oh, hopefully, for the YouTube video, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, uh, um, if I if I continue to make just do it attitude, I'll create some sort of graphics. We someone can maybe screenshot or take away. So, but no, no, I think there's there's some really good options there, and uh, I think each element there is quite a lot to it. I suppose you could spend just one session talking about your five Ps there, because yeah. especially around the production element, there's so many bits of information you could share. I mean, do you, I'm guessing you have? Do you have any information on your website regarding this kind of stuff? Yeah, no, I so yeah, I've I've done a whole episode on my show about uh, the five Ps. And we talked a lot about those different things. But I, I will say, don't get overwhelmed by all of that stuff. Yeah. There is so much we could talk about there. But just like to begin with, just with the planning, come up with three things that you want to share. Uh, with the pre-promotion, just just send it out. Just let people know yeah. that you're going to go live. The production, to begin with, keep it simple. Use a tool like StreamYard or Restream and just interview somebody have a little chat with somebody third thing the post promotion just again let people know and then repurposing there is almost like an infinite amount of stuff that you yeah. can talk about here there's a, a friend of mine who is another manchester person called amy woods she runs a company okay. called content 10x i don't know if you've come across amy woods no name doesn't ring a bell but yeah, i'm sure but she, i've probably seen her at some place yeah so she she she's all about her business company is all about repurposing and she loves uh when her clients start with live video because you can turn it into all these different pieces yeah. of content so but but just start with turn it into a podcast or, or just take a little snippet and post that to instagram or something yeah. keep it simple and I'm, I'm i'm really pleased you mentioned repurposing I mean, it's, it's quite uh quite timing timely actually because i put out a video on tiktok yesterday it was a disney one and it was two oh, disney cool. videos backed on top of each other and basically i think it was the jungle book and another pro on another cartoon and they had exactly the same um basically actions and so it was basically the same uh, cartoon but they just redrawn it and repurposed it so I suppose that my theme was that if Dis- if, it's, if it's if it's good enough for Disney, it's good enough for us. I mean, and Disney's yeah. a big company, so there's no shame in repurposing, basically. There's absolutely not. And the other thing is, don't edit out your mistakes. Use those mistakes uh, and repurpose those. Make make those into outtakes. Yeah, know? yeah. That... So because so, people love that, people love it. I mean, I know we don't when we make mistakes, but like people love it if you're stumbling over your words or, or I don't know, the cat yeah. comes in and jumps on your table yeah. or something. Yeah, but, but I was gonna say, even like at the time, you're thinking, "My God, this is a nightmare." But when, <laughs> when you when you when you when you watch it back, you think, "Oh, that was actually quite funny, mate." I was I was almost yeah. like re- real cast then, you know, where you kind of yeah, where yeah. your where your real person comes out. But yeah, no, no, that that's that's really good, really useful. So I mean, I suppose uh, on not 
quite on that theme, but related. Um, I think you touched on things earlier, but what would you say are the biggest barriers to creating video content in general, I suppose, or live video? I mean, I mean, is there any key themes that we should yeah. be aware of or be conscious of? Well, I mentioned the three themes for my show, and those those are the three themes, or the three barriers that people struggle with. And I've, I, uh, years, maybe about four or five years ago, I asked my audience to tell me what what was stopping them from creating video live video content or what what were they struggling with and i collated all of those things together um i made a word cloud and then i thought Do you know what there's actually three main themes here that people struggle with and one of the, one of the things that people say a lot is well, i don't know what what would i talk about i, I don't know what i talk <laughs> about on my live show uh so that is a worry and actually the answer is well it's the same question you'd ask well what would you blog about or what would you podcast about it's actually the same question so yeah. you need to do that planning uh the second one uh it or the second one is is what people think uh this is kind of one of the most um what's the word used excuse and that's the gear the oh. tech you know and i've used this yeah. myself so oh my camera's not good enough oh my microphone's not good enough. my background's not good enough and I've said this a lot. I, I didn't go live for a whole month once because I thought my background was boring. And there was my audience waiting for me to go live. Or maybe they'd forgotten about me. I don't know. But I was getting all self-obsessed by my background. And do you know, honestly, people don't care. People yeah. don't. They're interested in, in you. So, yes, you do. The, the, so from a tech point of view, there are some tech things you need to sort out. And, you know, from a live video point of view, uh, you've got to play around with things and test things because things will go wrong. Sometimes you might forget to switch your microphone on or you have camera mm. problems or internet problems or something like that. So that's the that's the second one. And the and the final one, I think, is the biggest. And that is it's the, the camera fear and mindset. So it's getting mm. in front of the camera, worried about looking like an idiot. Maybe you don't like the sound of your voice, or the way you look. Mm. Um, you're worrying about being judged. You're comparing yourself with others. You have imposter syndrome. You're perfectionist. You're procrastination. Need I go on? <laughs> All of those mindset things. And for me, that was that was the biggie because I, I actually trained um, here in Manchester at the Royal Northern College of Music as a professional classical singer. Yeah, yeah. No, so absolutely. I, which I know sounds a bit weird. Why, why have I gone into all of this? But I, I remember going on stage and ha feeling really scared about that. Um, but I was able to turn that nervous energy and that adrenaline into that performance in front of the audience. It's the same thing with live video. You've got to turn that fear, that nervous energy into excitement, into the energy in front of the camera. Uh, and that is definitely doable. But if you have a plan, if you know what you're doing, it makes it a lot easier. I won't go on, but I could <laughs> do, but I'll stop there. No, no, no. It's, it's all very useful because I mean, I, I was in. I mean, you, what you mentioned there, I was. I've just gone through that because I've been saying to myself, uh, basically, procrastinated. Just kind of saying for months and months, I can't wait. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. Oh, but I need to do this. I need to do that. And then I thought to myself. I kind of usually when I'm doing my digital marketing training, I'll just kind of put this headset on, blow my background and do it. And I suppose because we're in this post-COVID era, even if someone did walk in, people are like, oh, yeah, what do you expect? He's at home or he's in his home office mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. So I think through COVID, we've become more accepting of mistakes and people yeah. not being in that perfect mode. But I kind of almost took, uh, inadvertently took your advice. I just thought, 
I'll just use the same headset I'm using because I thought I need to get completely kitted out. I need to be Ian Anderson Gray because I've seen some of your videos where you show that behind the scenes footage and the 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 mix. Not, it's not the mixing deck. I always forget the name of it. You, know, you can just press the buttons and uh, stream deck. Yeah, yeah, the, the stream deck. And I thought I need yeah. to get this and I get. And then I started tallying up and I thought. I'm just never going to get started because I'm going to buy yeah, exactly. this. And then before you know it, you don't just buy things. You start reading things about which is the best one to buy. And then you get, and then I think to myself, why am I sat here reviewing a product that I did, had no intention of buying just because I want to do live video or I want to do, so I just thought, get the software. So I've got my restream. I've got a headset. I'll blur my background. Maybe in the future, uh, I'll get a green screen or I'll, I'll change the background or I'll do something. But rather than just not doing it, I thought, at least let's just get it done. And as, as I mentioned earlier, I, I try to have this just do it attitude. And I suppose, yeah, maybe sometimes it's not perfect, but you either, I'm, I'm one of those that I either strive for perfection that will probably never happen or I just do it and it's yeah. not as good as it could be so I think uh, that that's probably one of the ways I look at it but yeah it's so so important and the thing is like if you if you had the perfectionist attitude then you you'd, you'd probably be launching a podcast in about 10 years time so like all, <laughs> none of this would be happening and so like it's you're right you're right and I, 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 yeah I, like, I won't say anymore but yes <laughs> yeah, no, no, it can be. Okay, so I mean, uh, I suppose moving on to more of uh, uh, the theme related to what we're actually, I suppose, more related to what we're talking about, I'm focusing on software, because as I mentioned, whenever I've met you, and like I say, I say this genuinely, I always know that you're the guy for tools or software and stuff, so if I've got a question about that, you go to Ian Anderson Green because there's a good chance you've covered it. So I suppose my question is, and I was, I was going to say, can you give me the top three software tools or the top ten? But I know you must have absolutely loads. So I'm going to kind of, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to limit you. I mean, I'm just going to hand it over to you and just give us the benefit of your knowledge about what should we be using or what can make, yeah, what what can make our jobs easier, basically. Well, there's there's, there's certain ones like, I mean. I was going to say like your website, uh, like you, you can technically run a business without a website, but it's going to be obviously going to be a lot easier if you have a website. So I'm a massive fan of WordPress. One of the co-founders of WordPress is actually in Manchester. He's just down the road from me. So Mike, oh, wow. uh, Mike Little, uh, so he runs the Manchester, um, users WordPress group. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's obviously good. I, I think things like a password manager. Uh, it will save a lot of time. So I use LastPass, but there are lots of other uh, tools out there that will help you. I mean, I use that. It's a boring sounding one, but it just saves so much time. Uh, document sharing like Google Docs is obviously good. Uh, Google Analytics for making sure that your website, you, you, you that you're being successful. Um, tools like Zoom and Slack are very good for uh, working with clients and with, with team mm. people as well. But what we were talking about earlier with the live video, I I use my live video as my content hub. That's how I create my content. And so I use a live video tool um, to to broadcast live, but it also allows me to create the, the video and the audio as well. I personally use Ecamm Live, which is a Mac-based uh, live video tool, but I use that in conjunction with Restream. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to say like there is like the best tool live video tool out there i personally like ecamm live but do your research i've got a whole um article on the top live video tools on my blog so you could you could have a look at that and find out the best tool for you uh, but then what i then do is i take the video so ecamm live restream 
uh, StreamYard, they all give you the ability to save the video yeah. onto your computer. So I then put it into a tool called Descript. And Descript okay. is one of my favorite tools at the oh. moment. So this is D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T dot com. And it's it's a bit difficult to describe. It's basically, in one sense, it's a video and, and audio editing tool, but it does so much more than that. So basically what you do is you just drag your video or audio into Descript. And the first thing that it does is it will transcribe that into text. And then oh, what wow. you can do is go through and edit it um, so you might might have misspoken. You might have stumbled over your words. You can mm. e it can even find uh, filler words like um and uh, and it will you know wow. you can remove them for you. Uh, and then what you can do is uh, add music if you want. So you could put your start and your end to it. Uh, turn that into a podcast. So you export it as an audio. Uh, you could say, for example, your guest says something absolutely amazing. You can just find that in the transcript and then export that one little bit, put subtitles on, turn it into a, uh, an audiogram, uh, put your logo on there. All these things uh, you can do with Descript. So I use this to turn my live videos into a podcast, into a blog post, into little video snippets, all from Descript. And it even can do something very scary. And if you said the wrong word, you can actually get it to say the word you oh. meant to say in your voice, which is really no scary. Way. So, that is a bit scary. So, I mean, so, I mean is, uh, sorry to cut you off. Is this like a website or is it like a software you purchase or is it an app? I mean, what is it? Yeah, it's, so it's a downloadable app. It works on Mac and Windows. Uh, and uh, and it's, they do have a free version of it, but it's um, to get the most out of it, you'll have to pay for the subscription. Yeah. So I think you get a certain number of hours of the transcription each each month depending on the plan that you're on uh but honestly this it's just so worth it uh, for all that i do it's um probably one of my favorite yeah. tools at the moment i think that's a real good insight from yourself because you were talking earlier about repurposing content mm. you were talking about how to create live content you were then talking about repurposing that and now you've almost kind of completed the jigsaw by saying well listen i'm telling you how you can do it as well so you've kind of almost given like from um from almost from conception to delivery almost so i yeah. suppose there's, there's a thing about anyway i'll let you carry on with the, the other yeah the other yeah so, so so we've we, we've you know got the, the main kind of the basic tools we've got uh, live video tools we've got descript uh and then there are other ones uh such as uh like a social media management tool i mean a, a lot of us are most of us will, you know, need to be using social media. Mm. Um, social media's changed and it's changing, yeah. but it's still a really important part. And uh, to have that conversation on social media is really important. So I, I like uh, a social media management tool because it's kind of the one tool to rule them all. It's kind of, it does everything. It uh, helps you with posting and scheduling and uh, engagement and your social inbox and with uh, reporting and analytics. So I've I've reviewed all of all of the tools out there. My my favorite is Agora Pulse. It's not the cheapest, um, so mm. I will say that. But if social media is really important to you, then I recommend Agora Pulse uh, because yeah. it's uh, just re really really robust, really really good. And there are other tools out there that you could have a look yeah. at. That's the tool I use. Yeah, I mean, because I think with the social media. I mean, people just think they're scheduling tools, but I use it more as a management thing. Like, but yeah. if, if one of your team has created some social media posts, 
they can just show you on there. So you're not just scheduling it. You can then approve it, schedule it. But for yes. me, the main purpose is how do they send me the information? And I just use that as a platform. I'm probably using it more for the editing side of it rather than actually scheduling. I've heard of like Agora Pulse and, and there's, there's many others that we could mention. But at the end of the day, you're talking scheduling and management tools, aren't you? Yeah, and also like a social engagement. So for me, I, I, I mean, I'm on pretty much all the networks out there. So it's difficult to kind of, if people are mentioning me or replying to a message, say mm. on Facebook and then on LinkedIn and on Twitter and Instagram, uh, I, I would normally have to log into all of those different accounts, but with yeah. a tool like Agora Pulse, I got a social inbox. So I can see all of those play, all of those mentions and replies and comments all in one place and I can reply to them. And then they disappear from view. I'm, you, you get that lovely yeah. inbox zero feeling, which doesn't last very long, admittedly, but you know, it's there yeah. for a little bit. So that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Uh, any others that you would like to add to the... Yeah. So I was thinking, I mean, I think we've probably said most of them, but the others, yeah. other ones on the list are, I think it's important. I think mailing list, email is still so, so important. You know, we get shiny mm. new tool syndrome, but email is still one of the best ways to get your message out there. So an email marketing software, I personally use Active Campaign. I love Active Campaign, but there are many others out there. There's yeah. MailChimp, there's ConvertKit, there's Drip. Um, but find a tool for you that works. Uh, you could use a lead capturing tool. Um, so th this is less um, needed, but this is, I use a, uh, I used to use Optin Monster. I now use a, a tool called Con uh, ConvertBox. And so this allows me to create these uh, lead magnets that will either, they'll either they'll pop up when people are leaving the page or there'll be something on the page. Uh, so for example, I, I've got a, a confidence guide that you can download. Mm -hmm. So if you go to my website, you just put in the details and then that will be sent to you um, via active campaign. But the actual um, opt-in on the page is powered by ConvertBox. Um, and then the final, the final thing is, uh, if you if you can hire a designer, which is great. I've got a I've got a designer, but I actually get what I what I've got my designer to do for my uh, show. Um, images is to create lots of templates so you can go into so i'd recommend either canva is a good one yeah. or there's easel which is the one i use e a s i l they're very similar and basically i go in there i can see i've got a template for um for youtube comp, uh, one for blog post and for twitter or whatever and i can go in there i just change the image i put my guest in there change the text and then i download it uh, and so if you can create lots of templates it just makes it so much easier for you to then create all these uh, social media images and your content images as as well um so yeah so i think i think that's probably all all the, the tools i i could go on but i think those are the main ones i'd recommend yeah i think it's enough to get pe people for enough for people to get started or revisit or mm. actually know what they do because sometimes you hear about a tool and you think it sounds good, but I don't know what to use it for, and I don't know why it's so useful. But some of the ones that you've mentioned there, they can actually a real good next steps and good quick wins. Um, I mean, uh, moving on to a, a slightly well, I'm not a related tool. Uh, I think at the risk of uh, presumpting myself, I I feel like I've got a bit of an exclusive here because uh, at this current time, you're you're in the middle of launching the Confident Live Toolkit. And, that's pretty new. I mean, I've got quite lucky with, with these podcasts I've been doing. A lot, I've had a few exclusives and I've been like, oh, right, okay, this is, <laughs> this is quite good. But when I was uh, researching and I came across, I was like, okay, this looks pretty new. And then you mentioned something. I was like, okay, this is good. So, I mean, 
can you give us a, a scoop or an exclusive or something I could maybe use as a snippet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the this is something I've been working on for, for a while. Uh, the, at, at its heart, there's a, a course called the Confident Live Launcher. And, and so this is basically a series of videos that you can walk through that will teach you everything. I mean, all the stuff that I've been talking about today, but in far more, you know, there's only so much we can we talk about in a podcast episode, Absolutely. but I'll go into all the details. We talk about the five P's. I talk about uh, live video tools and the gear. We talk about mindset, all those kinds of things so that you can launch your podcast and your live show. So there's the launcher course. There's the warm up formula, which is how to uh, get confident uh, with your voice and your body in front of the camera. Mm. There's a live streaming tools, uh, mini course. There's a, um, uh, but the, the thing that I'm really excited about and, and the bits that uh, this is why I'm calling it a toolkit because all those things are great. The, t the course is great and, and I'm sure everyone will really love those bits. But the thing that I really want when I'm looking for help are templates yeah. uh, and because I want to see how other people are doing it and then I can kind of steal it in a nice way and make it my own so in the toolkit i've got uh, a content planning worksheet an episode planning spreadsheet these are all the the, the tools that i use in my production a show notes document and then my process my whole process of how i do everything my run of show uh, the show planning document that i mentioned earlier uh, the guest checklist document that i send out to my guests so that to make sure that they know exactly what they're doing uh, email templates. There's the email that I send to my guests after the show. Mm. Um, and then also there's an ebook as well. So there's, there's a lot in there. Um, but I'm excited, but particularly about those, uh, templates and, and things, cause I think that's what people actually need. Okay. I mean, um, and how do you get access to it? I mean, is it just having, do you just go to the website link and just download it or yeah. is it like, do you have to apply to be, to join? I mean, how does no, it work? No, no. It's so, so it's not, it's not out as we speak but um depending on when you actually this actually goes out um as a podcast it should be out by then and it's if you go to iag.me forward slash live video toolkit live or live toolkit sorry iag.me forward slash live toolkit and uh yeah it's you just uh, go there and you sign up and it's it's all there Oh, right. Okay. So I think the, one of the key things you mentioned there is videos because you can almost, sometimes like I, I'm looking, if I've got two screens, hence why I'm always looking here and there, <laughs> but I always like, I'm doing something technical. I'll have the video over there, press pause as and when I need to do it, then come back to my screen. So, I mean, is it like a, a step-by-step? -step? Can someone use it in that way? Yeah. So, the, so they're all, they're all uh, short little videos like, uh, I think the, the shortest is probably about one and a half, two minutes, and they go up to about five minutes. And so there's little, they're in little bite-sized chunks. Oh, so, okay. um, so there are, I think there are four, four lessons. And then with, the, with each one, there are about five modules that you can go through and go through in your own time. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think that's, uh, that'd be a very useful tool for people to use. And yeah, I'd consider that an exclusive. So yeah, if you, uh, <laughs> if you do go to, uh, so it's IAG.me, which is your main website, then slash live toolkit. But I'm guessing I'm, it'll, um, it'll probably be on the homepage or somewhere. So as long as they get to IAG.me, then yeah. they'll be able to find it from there. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's really, really useful. And I think uh, almost like a nice way to kind of bring things to uh, a close. I mean, in terms of for people, obviously, um, I mean, as I mentioned, I, I get in touch with yourself from time to time to get some advice, to get some information, as I mentioned, on different types of software and tools. And what's the best way to for, for people to contact you? Obviously, we've mentioned the website. You're on Twitter as well and LinkedIn. Yeah. 
I've carelessly scattered myself across all the socials. So like Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, just, uh, I have a presence on TikTok. Uh, I don't really use it as much as I probably should, but yeah, just, I mean, just wherever you feel comfortable, uh, just either search on my name, Ian Anderson Gray. A lot of the places are, um, my username is iag.me. So it's I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E. It's kind of spelt out that way. Um, but yeah, I'd love to love to hear from you. And of course, if you want to send me a, like a private message, you can do that through my website. Uh, yeah, I, and, I, and I mean, just to kind of add my own voice to that, this is kind of a genuine one. This is not like some fake email or, or like spam folder where your private secre secretary deals with it. <laughs> you actually get to speak to you because I, I've done it on the live shows. I've done it on the email. I've even done it on Facebook Messenger and you'll always get in touch. And obviously, whatever software you're using is pretty damn good because you always get back to someone really quickly. There's no there's no lag or delay. I mean, I don't want to kind of curse you now or anything like that, but... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're saying that because like I always feel I'm, I'm, I get back to people far too late but um but anyway yeah I, yeah. I will put it this way I, I I will always try and get back to people as soon as I can and if if I haven't then it's not because I hate you it's because I'm busy with something else so just send me a, a reminder or something like that but I will get back to you and I'd love to connect yeah no, no I'd, I'd say that yeah that's genuine so if you ever want to speak to me and literally get in touch with him he'll get back to you and uh, if you want to kind of ask him some uh, questions about his live videos do it on there as well because going back to what you said before about the authenticity you kind of get that because when you ask because i was asking some questions and you had some guests on and you had a bit of a back and forth and that was it felt so real because it wasn't pre-scripted you didn't know I was asking the question. You were genuinely mm. giving your own f thoughts and feedback. But yeah, no, that's uh, great. But I know um, I've taken enough of your time up today. So thank you very much for your time, Ian. Is there anything else you'd like to say or anything you'd like to mention before we bring things to a close? No, I don't, I don't think so. Just just to encourage uh, your, your listeners to, to just get started. Don't procrastinate. Don't try and make things overly complicated. I'm a total hypocrite here, by the way. But finally, I managed to get through that and I realized uh, the the fact that I, I needed to get over those things and um, I'm creating consistent content. So you can too. You just need to get started. Yeah, I think I think that's that's probably a really good way to edit. Just do it almost like get started. And then once you do it, then you'll be on the way. But uh, thank you very much for your time, Ian. Really, really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll probably bump into each other very soon. Cheers. Take My care. My pleasure. Bye. You've been watching the Kaz Lalji Digital Marketing Podcast. Thanks for joining us and remember to subscribe to learn about our latest content.